Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Well, you know who was attractive I recognized last night? Michael Fassbender. I was watching the latest X-Men, and you know he's Magneto. He's like baby Magneto. Right. There was a scene where he's like a welder, and I'm not spoiling anything, you guys, so everybody <laughs> calm the fuck down. But he's like a welder. My name is Magneto. No, it was like really hot, though. <laughs> I was like, damn, Daniela, this is lit. Yeah, that's your introduction to Fassie. Now I need to watch Shame. It's like an introduction to hot sausage. I don't know if I can just get flashed something sexually intense like that and then be able to walk away. I might get too addicted to it, is what I'm worried about. But here's the thing it's a movie. I mean, you are looking at his penis, but it's you can't touch it. I don't know if you recognize the power of cinema, but <laughs> <laughs> it is really powerful. And right. with cinema, you know, you can really make some big statements. Also, saying cinema a lot doesn't make you like Siskel and Ebert. <laughs> Literally such a good reference. I wish it was Cisco and Ebert. Oh, my God. That would yes. be so cute. I hated this movie. Hated, hated, hated it. Hated every moment of it. Hated, hated, hated this movie. Unquote. And so on. Altogether, I used the word hated ten times. <clears throat> P to the H to the Phobisha. Dude, Moesha oh, is so freaking good. Mm-hmm. And you know what else is good? What? A bonus episode from us, the Two Dope Queens, with me, Jessica Williams. <gasps> oh my God, and me, Phoebe Robinson. And this, this is American Idol. Just kidding. This is going to be our last bone bone happy for a while. Aww. But that's because we're launching season three, dudes. You won't know when, but it's going to happen soon. And we will let you know. I swear to God, this is not going to be a sneak attack. We will be all about it on social meets. Anyway, this episode, we got the wonderful Bob the Drag Queen. Holy fuckballs. And then we've got Anthony DeVito. So funny. So cute. Yes, this was a great show. So let's hit it. Hit, hit it. Hit it. Let's slap it. Let's smack it. <laughs> this is like one of my new favorite people of all time. And uh, he's amazing. I'm very happy that he's here. He was most recently on RuPaul's Drag Race. One thing I learned in theater school is always end on a high note. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, come back. 
Would you Come like down. the stool for your lovely handbag? Yeah. No, I, I just brought my bag down because I don't know these motherfuckers backstage. <laughs> well, I don't know down. these motherfuckers. They might be doing shit up in this bitch. The straight guy's like, why is Shaq on stage during heels? <laughs> my name is not Shaq. My name is Bob the Drag Queen. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. First name, Bob. Last name, the Drag Queen. <laughs> I am very easy. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. If you're like a hoe, I'm on Grinder. I'm on Scruff. I'm on Jax. If you're a conservative hoe, I'm on Christian Mingle. <laughs> I'm on Black People Meet. You are, okay. And I'm a professional, so I'm on LinkedIn, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> Always be networking. I love it. Now, uh, I'm very obsessed with RuPaul's Drag Race, and I'm always... I haven't met anyone who's been on the show, let alone someone who kicked all the asses on the show. <laughs> So what was it like to work with Rue? Because I, I would freak out. Meeting RuPaul is like, RuPaul uh, is like meeting a big, gorgeous praying mantis. Uh. <laughs> like, you know how you're like, wow, a praying mantis is a really beautiful creature, but I'm not going to fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's also like, if you ever worked at a restaurant, like a core, like I used to work at Ruby Tuesdays in college. Yeah. You know how you act when the regional manager shows up? Uh-huh. It's like, girl, the regional manager's in town. Everyone's like, Start, you get your shout pin and fix your fucking clothes and shit. It's so it's terrifying. RuPaul is scary. RuPaul is just as beautiful in real life wow. as she is on TV. Wow. And she's also kind of like a she looks like a big fucking Tim Burton character. Wow. Like I feel like she walks to the room is gonna be like this is Halloween. This is <laughs> like it is scary. Such a body type. <laughs> but she's fierce. She's fierce. So what have you been up to post the show? Because I see you all over social media. I loved your video, Don't Be a Common Bitch. Like, I love that. (laughs) I love that. such good life advice. So what have you been up to since the the show? I've been traveling. I've been, let me right now. I am from Atlanta, Georgia. Beautiful. And I'm not from the nice, I'm not not a real housewife. I am from the hood. (laughs) And if you don't know what Atlanta's like, imagine New York City, but everyone who's brown is black. Everyone who's Asian is black and everyone who's white is scared okay <laughs> that is a good description of Atlanta Georgia um, so I was not particularly well traveled before I went on the show but I've been to uh, I've been to three countries in the UK I've been to Ireland I've been to Scotland I've been to England Ooh. I've been to Australia um, I'm going to um, New- I'm going to New Zealand I'm going to uh, Brazil in a couple of weeks. Wow. And, and I mean, and also not to brag, but I've been to places like you know Mobile, Alabama. And, um, <laughs> Ever heard of it? Little Rock, Arkansas. Maybe you've heard of it. So yeah. What's been your favorite place to visit so far? I always rate the places off of two things. One, how good is the strip club there? <laughs> I'm a drag queen, but I'm still a fucking man. Let's be real, girl. <laughs> and two, did I get laid in that town? So I can go to Paris, and I'd be like, this town is shit. <laughs> I didn't get laid. This is some bullshit. <laughs> know who the fuck I am? Like, we have so much history. You're like, I don't exactly. care. Exactly. <laughs> but I can go to, like, Wobotosa, Wisconsin, and be like, this was my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I loved Austin, Texas. 
they just appreciate the power of bussing. Yeah. So are you dating anyone right now? I am disastrously single, Me and too. I give the best blowjob. I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking like wow, like girl, this is amazing. It's magic. Okay. At this point, it's a different kind like of black the girl magic. Really, really yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm single. I've, I've actually never, I've never dated anyone. I've been single like my whole life. I think it's because I am really. Yeah, that's it. That's right. It's like date yourself. <laughs> And I would like to be one of those folks like, I'm single because I'm working on my career, but I'm single because no one's taking the bait. Let's be real, girl. No, I I'm not like that. knocking down lines of suitors. <laughs> um, but no, I, I'm single and I, I, I'm always like working and I'm never in the city. I'm always like somewhere doing something. And I'm also really like, let's be real, I'm like really loud and abrasive and like <laughs> offensive. And I agree. Yes. <laughs> She said I was perfect. What's, um, your, perfect. what's your, like, if you were dating, what's your ideal dating scenario? Well, uh, well I really love, first of all, I, um, people who, like, if I can, like, laugh, and that's such a typical, if I can just, like, have fun with you. <laughs> I'm just, like, looking for someone who, like, loves the things I love, and I love me. Um, <laughs> no, but honestly, I'm not one of those folks who's, like, I have a really wide palette. Some folks, like, I only date tall white guys with beards or I'm only into five foot five uh, Latino guys I am I have a very wide palette girl I am my, my, like my hookups would look like one of those college ads <laughs> it's like we all go here <laughs> we're all respected equally Wait, so you told us backstage that you're working on some music. Yes. What? So I, I wrote a song uh, after my season called Purse First. <laughs> Look it up on the internet. Would it be possible to get like a sneak peek from me right now or no? Oh, for me to like do like a verse? Please. Yeah. yeah oh, great. sure. Well, by the way, I don't sing, just so you guys know. Like, I don't want you guys to be expecting like some, you know, like fierce like singing shit. But like, like I'm gonna give some Audrey McDonald "Summertime." It's not like that, girl. So let me see. How does the second verse go? As uh, it goes, bitch, I'm here. You know, here okay, so the first verse goes. Um, it goes. It's like, bitch, I'm here. You know, I came to slay. You want advice? Don't get in the way. I'm a very busy bitch. I got a lot to do. So let's put my itinerary up for review. Monday, slay. Tuesday, slay. Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> Fucking slay. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, too, bitch. You know what I'ma do. Yes, bitch. I'm known freaking havoc. Yes, bitch. I've been called a savage. Yes, bitch. I am not your average. Yes, bitch. I will let you have it. Yes. That's like morning affirmations. <laughs> I call, I call it fag music, and uh, if you weren't gay before, you'll suck a dick after. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> part of the gay agenda. You'll listen, you're like, what am I doing? <laughs> What's your writing process like? How do you come up with stuff like that? You know, I actually think of like a, I think of a funny line or something. For example, in this line I have the song, um, there's a lyric that says, quit your bitching, quit your complaining, like it or not, I'm the current fucking reigning. And I just love the, I love, I, so I won RuPaul's Drag Race, 
And uh, I, I love to, I, whenever I go somewhere, just because it's funny for me, I love people to introduce me as the current fucking reigning. Because it just cracks me up. And I was like, <laughs> I got to put current fucking reigning into a song. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I start with like one line and I build an entire like song around me getting a chance to say current fucking reigning. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, I have to say, like with purse first, I just wanted to go like at, at. Cack boom, cack boom. You walk into the room, and I was like, now I gotta. Like now I have to build a whole song around me being able to like to do that. So that's. So uh, the the short answer is art. It's artistry. I'm not saying I'm the next Inya, but you could be. Yeah, you could like fucking. Yeah. I'm. Now we're we're almost our time is almost up, which makes me super sad. I know, I know but we we're have so more shit. And I talk so much. I'm like I'm like, I'm like I gotta I got shit to say. <laughs> but so we're both two dope queens, and you are a queen, and I look up to you. So I was wondering, do you have any advice for Jess and I on how we can be even better queens? I gotta say, first of all, look. Let me tell you about being a queen, okay? And I, I, I actually take my title as a current reigning queen very seriously. I really do. <laughs> Everyone's like, I'm like, to me, it wasn't just a silly title and a crown. I'm like, I'm, I'm the fucking queen. <laughs> and also, when, when people look up to you, I mean, look out. There are literally people looking up to you right now. And honestly, what y'all are doing here is, is true. Right? Am I right? And what y'all are doing here is so, like, so fucking fierce. I mean, you are highlighting so many performers of color right here on this stage. And Brooke, this is a, this is a big deal. Like, let's be real. This used to be an all-black neighborhood. You see what I'm saying? And now you are bringing black motherfuckers to stand on stage and be like, listen, this is our life, this is our story. That means something. It really does. So give it up for these two fierce queens right here. That is major. Um, love you all. I love you, you too. Well, thank you so much for thank you so much yeah. for stopping by and gracing us with your brilliance, you. your humor, and your beautiful, Beauty. beautiful energy. Just inside and out. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just gonna grab my purse. I just want everyone <laughs> to know I am logged on to Grinder right now. <laughs> <laughs> Powerful. The drag queen! This message comes from Two Dope Queen sponsor, BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in the day, how would you use it? BetterHelp Online Therapy can help you figure out what's most important to you so you can prioritize it. Learn to make time for what makes you happy. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DopeQueens today to get 10% off your first month. What should I play? I haven't even tried this piano yet. Why don't we play a little bit of a piece that I think you might know? It's a new season of the Open Ears Project. I'm Terrence McKnight with stories from people who share the piece of classical music that guided them through some of the most important chapters in their lives. Listen now wherever you get podcasts.
This guy is very, very funny. He's been performing all over the country. He did Montreal's Just for Last Festival. And he was most recently on This American Life. Please get up for Anthony DeVito! Good Lord. Okay. All righty. Oh, man. I think you could tell uh, how mature you are as a person just by how you handle your internet security questions on your passwords. I used to work at Apple. I had an E-Trade account. One of my questions was, what's your dream occupation? I wrote, suck on my own dick. <laughs> but, but, but then a year went by, I forgot my password. <laughs> and it's a stock account. I had to call them up. So, I am on the phone with the lady. And, you know, we're going through all the steps, and she's like, okay, Mr. DeVito, one more thing before we reset your password. And she must have looked down at my answer, because I felt it hit her. And she's just like, uh... What is your dream occupation? I had to be like, I didn't say suck on my own dick, did I? <laughs> She's just like, yeah, you did. <laughs> Man, thank God I got it right. <laughs> How much weirder would that have been? <laughs> She's like, what's your dream occupation? I'm like, did I say suck on my own dick? She's like, nope, you wrote architect. I was on the road recently, and when you go on the road doing comedy, not every club puts you up. So I got to Buffalo. I had nowhere to sleep. And a friend of mine lives there. She was like, you could just crash on my couch. I'll be home in the morning. You'll be fine. I get woken up hours later by a guy covered in face tattoos. He just goes, I'm a skinhead. I just got out of prison. You're on my couch. You know when you first wake up and you're like, well, it's a little early for skinhead alarm clock. So then I came to, I was like, all right, man, whatever. I'll just go sleep in my car. And he goes, no, nah, man, I'm just fucking around. Thought you were a comedian. <laughs> what? <laughs> Have you ever seen comedy? <laughs> it's not just terrifying people. <laughs> also, you're covered in face tattoos. Why wouldn't I believe you? I know what I look like. If I was ever on a flight and I was like, I'm a terrorist, I'm going to blow up this plane. I don't think anybody would be like, looks like we got a real comedian on board. Boy, what a gesture indeed. <laughs> yeah, I look uh, ethnically ambiguous. Um, <laughs> thank you for laughing loudly at that. <laughs> right up front, you're cool, man. <laughs> now nah, you're good, man. But yeah, it's weird. Like, people always want to know what I am. I think they do that because they want to say something racist. They don't know which ones they can talk about. <laughs> so they're just like, are you Indian, Mexican, Jewish, Middle Eastern? And I'm like, Italian. And they're like, cool, so I work with this Mexican. Uh, and... <laughs> yeah, my whole family super conservative Italian people. I used to be so hard on my grandma about her views. I'd be like, how can't you believe in gay marriage? Basic human rights. And then one day I asked her, I was like, what's your biggest fear? And she goes, I don't know, gypsies? 
<laughs> I mean, I'm going to change my whole perspective. I think how progressive your grandmother could possibly be all depends on where she's coming from. She's living in fear of a gypsy takeover? Well, she is not making it to transgender rights. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, all women raised me. I grew up no father. I was raised my mom, my grandma, and four aunts. And because of that, guys think that I have insights on how to pick up women. They'll be like, oh, you must be really good with girls. <laughs> yeah, it's like, why? You think my aunt sat me down? Like, here's how you fuck us. Uh, that's what you do. <laughs> no, skeevy dudes and horny older brothers teach you how to pick up women. Women teach you how to listen to women. What, take you home from a bar? I have no idea. You got a thyroid problem? Let's talk about it. <laughs> so the first set uh, I ever did on television, it was on a... When you do a TV set, first of all, people tweet at you afterwards. This was on a real obscure channel. It was a couple years ago. I'm going through all the tweets. I get to the last one, number two. Uh, it's a big day for me. Very big day still. Um, so, it says, at train. You got to see this guy, Anthony DeVito. He's a great comedian. And then I look, and it's the lead singer of the band Train. Yeah. So, I thank him, whatever. And then he writes back, and he goes, I'm coming to New York in a couple months. I'd be honored for you to do my podcast. He said honored, like he thinks I'm a star. He doesn't know, last week I cried at an open mic. <laughs> it's fine. So, so I do the whole podcast, goes great. The whole time he's treating me like I'm a wild success. So at the end of it, he tells me, Train has a cruise that runs every year, uh, and he books me to do comedy on the cruise. It's full of musicians, celebrities. Uh, I co-hosted a tequila tasting with Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC. Yeah. Talk about a telling moment in both our careers. <laughs> My clear high point, his definite low point. I'm just like, how did this happen? He's like, how did this happen? <laughs> so uh, Shaggy also performed on the boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the boat ran from Miami to Jamaica, back to Miami. Shaggy didn't make the return trip. He lives in Jamaica. We just gave him a ride. That's all that happened, really. So I go to Shaggy's show. Now, Shaggy does, like, the five songs that he has. And then he's about to sing a new song, and he explains to everyone why he had to write a new song after 10 years of not being in the public eye. This is the speech that he gave. For this bit, I gotta do a Jamaican accent. Just know that I know it's bad. So he just gets on and just goes, Y'all want to know where Shaggy has been? Y'all want to know where Shaggy has been? Everybody's like, sure. Uh, all right, I don't know. And he goes, Shaggy has been on the beach. Smoke and weed. 
drink on beer. As if that would be a surprise to anyone. I wonder if Shag's been building churches and playing laser tag. Oh, no, he's been doing everything he says he does. All right. But then it took this weird turn, and he goes, But, Shuggy, smoked too much weed. Drank too much beer. So, Shuggy, how'd you go back in the studio? And I just wanted to hear more about his financial problems. He's just like, During the subprime mortgage crisis... Shuggy made some poor choices. Dem tricky loners. And he closed his whole set on It Wasn't Me. Yeah, but before he did that, he gave another weird speech. (laughs) He just goes, When the girls find you cheating, you tell them it wasn't me. And when they ask who told you that, you tell them the ultimate player, the one true pin player for real. Everybody thought he was going to say himself, and he just goes, Bill Clinton! (laughs) All right, man, you guys are unbelievable. Thank you so much. Her, Anthony DeVito and Bob the Drag Queen recorded live at Brooklyn Bowl. Tito Queens is produced by Joanna Solotaroff, Jen Poyant, Paula Schumann, and Rachel Neal. Our team includes Joe Plord, Ed Haber, George Wellington, Alexander Overington, Matt Boynton, and Shinoa Estrada. Our theme music was composed by Jeff Brodsky. <laughs> hey, you ding dongs. Subscribe to the show and rate us five stars. Anything below five stars is literally fucking trash literally it's the subject of an inconvenient truth literally you're disrespecting Al Gore and like destroying the planet great and (laughs) follow us on Twitter you want to be the first to hear about season 3 don't you yeah that's what I thought also YQY and also what is Al Gore up to these days Al Gore is like fucking chilling He's, like, using a compost toilet. He's got solar panels he recently installed at the top of his manch. They did an episode of The Daily Show, and I did a bit Wait, right Al Gore's before. divorced? No, he did an episode of The Daily Show. No, but Are he's you reading divorced. About him? Oh, his, oh, when did he get divorced? 2010. Yo, that was under the radar. Oh, my God. Phoebes, you can smash. 